Welcome to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm Empowerment Coach Jess Frost, and this is a podcast dedicated to fellow highly sensitive humans who are looking to step into their sensitive superpowers and thrive as their authentic selves. In a mixture of solo and guest episodes, we get to reflect, be curious, and share our empowering paths with one another. Should we get stuck in? Welcome to episode 72 of the Empowering Path podcast. Hello, wonderful human. Welcome back to the body. I felt a nudge to jump on and do this short episode because I have been on a huge journey behind the scenes and it almost feels like I'm doing a confession episode, like I've been lying to you. (laughs) Don't, that's a bit dramatic, but there has definitely been something that I've been bubbling inside wanting to talk openly about, but not, I haven't quite had the language until recently. Um, And I like to, as you know, um, share from a place of reflection and not kind of like floodlight and share in the moment. So I want to talk to you all today about vulnerability and my journey with vulnerability. And it's been really confronting, upsetting, um, exhausting, all the things. Because for a long, long time, I thought I was vulnerable. Uh, and I and I hear it from people all the time. They're like, people, you may have done this, like, sent me DMs saying, thank you for being so open and vulnerable. And, you know, I get lovely comments about the podcast. I get lovely comments about my social media. And cognitively, to a certain extent, I can agree but there's a there's something going on deep, 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 deep inside of me that I've had to face and I've had to I've had to tackle. Um for years, like I, I'd say, oh, I tell everyone my story, you know, I I tell the person in Morrison's, you know, what I'm going through and what I've learned about myself over the past few years is that I have some very fucking strong masks. I have some very strong armour. And part of my work over the last five years and constantly behind the scenes has been about understanding different parts of myself, understanding these parts, understanding this protection, this armour, and hopefully finding ways to take it off and to really get to a dark, wounded part of me that feels terrified to really be vulnerable and be authentic. And today, actually, the reason why I wanted to jump on here is because today I've started therapy again. And I had therapy a while ago which served a purpose at the time, like 100% served a purpose at the time. It was the first time that I'd ever kind of had any therapy and it was cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, But 
I was very good at just staying in my head. I was very good at just wearing a mask, performing and saying what I thought people needed me to say. And I wasn't connecting to the parts of myself that really needed to be in that therapy. (laughs) I still was heavily protecting them. And when I talk about them, um, I might have mentioned it a few times in my podcast, but I'm a huge fan of a type of therapy, which is um, called internal family systems. And this was created by Richard or Dick Schwartz in the 80s. And it this type of therapy has changed my life because I've always felt like there's been loads of different conflicting parts of me happening all at once. And IFS, as it's known, has really helped me to understand the parts of myself, the unconscious, subconscious parts of myself that were formed in childhood, um, sometimes in later years, but mostly childhood, as a way to protect me from the exiled, dark, wounded parts of myself. And my parts are strong. (laughs) I've got some really fucking strong parts. I've just noticed one now, my comedic part. Um, I'll make jokes about my past. She's just been there giggling. Um, I have a very strong, tough girl. Tough girl that if I'm honest, you know, can be intimidating. Nick finds tough girl hard. Um, it's a side of me that people don't see. They might see the anger kind of um, transformed into action with my business and, you know, activism, the passion that I've got about transformation and empowerment. You know, you see that, but you don't see the part of me that is raging, that probably wants to cry, but masks it with a really fucking tough girl who screams and shouts and is like, I feel like possessed with rage sometimes. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know where to put it. And I've had to do a lot of work um, with various different modalities to try and find spaces to release the anger. And if you resonate with this, please watch this space because part of my growth as a coach, um, I'm going into more of a, a healing space as well. And one of the things that I'm desperate to do um, as part of my mission is to create spaces for you, especially anyone who identifies as a woman to release rage um, because we hold a lot of it in. We hold so much of it in. Um, but this isn't just, a, you know, exclusive to women. It's for, it's going to, there's going to be spaces for everyone um, because I think we are very fucking good at holding certain emotions in because they're not acceptable to be seen. And it's bullshit. All emotions to me are very, very, very important. And when we can see and hear and feel and express, um, we're going to be holistically healthier. Um, so, yeah, watch this space. But tough girl, she's here. I can feel her on my neck. Um, she's been my protector from a very, very young age. 
And she is the part that is stopping me, I feel, from really getting support. I'm not very good. I'm I'm very good at my job. I can honestly say I'm a fucking great coach. <laughs> I'm a great space holder. I'm meant to be doing what I'm doing. I'm very good at doing that for other people. And I always have been. Where I struggle is doing it for myself. Is vulnerably saying that I'm not okay. And I've talked about this on another vulnerable podcast where I talked about my dad being in and out of psychiatric wards and crisis. And there's a part of me 100% that is terrified of going there myself. Um, And because of everything that happened in my childhood, like I became a caretaker very young and that was a subconscious decision, a subconscious role that I took on. But I think I got my self-worth from doing that for so long as a caretaker that then bled into friendships, relationships and the work I've been doing, you know, which I knew I wanted to to heal before I became a coach was, was this codependency, was getting my self-worth met by serving others because that's not healthy for either party. So I've been doing so much work around that and, and I feel really good that like I now can have boundaries in terms of that responsibility where I'm not taking responsibility for people's outcome. Like, and I'm very vocal about the fact that anyone that works for me has to take personal responsibility um, for the action that they take. I can't do it for them. Um, But there's still work to do around this ability to receive in the same way that I, that I give. And yeah, it's going to be a whole another level of this shit, guys. Like, I know I talk about it, that this work is not linear. It's for life. And this is the next stage for Jess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I had the first session with a new therapist that I'm very excited about. Someone that is trained in modalities, including IFS, that I know, know is going to allow a much deeper level of healing and transformation for me. And I know that when I can receive, and when I say receive, I mean things like support, love, um, pleasure, money. Like this is affecting me in so many different areas of my life, very subtly sometimes. But I know that by working on my true vulnerability, allowing all parts of myself to be seen and to be held and to be supported is only going to have a huge ripple effect on everything else. And I committed to doing the work on myself. You know, when I, when I'm, when I'm telling people work with me, hire me as your coach, like I've committed to consistently working on myself as well, always. And I feel blessed that I've discovered that vulnerability wasn't as it I thought it was for me. 
and then deeply terrified at the same time. <laughs> like, fuck, no, don't make me go there. But um, no, in therapy, you know, I've established that I haven't grieved and um, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be retelling my story in two parts. So next week I'm going to be um, recording one about my experience of being an adult child of a parent with mental and emotional ill health. Um, And then in another part, I'm going to be talking about being the adult child of um, a parent that struggled with alcohol. And yeah, I want to retell them because I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a new layer of vulnerability. Um, and I think I've been telling my story so far with Tough Girl running the show. And I want to practice sharing what's actually happened from more of myself with a capital S, um, as Richard calls it, um, with my kind of self energy that's calmer and curious and compassionate and confident and all the C's. Um, so watch out for that. And I cannot thank some of the charities that I've spoken to and partner with and fundraising for like our time charity, like Nakoa, meeting the people that represent these charities and doing some of the work with them myself and hearing people tell their stories. Fuck, storytelling is such a journey. Like I've really noticed when I've said out loud to myself, my partner, you guys, that I'm going to tell my story again. There's a part that comes up that is like terrified. It's like the people pleaser part that's taking responsibility for other people's response to me telling my story. Because there's a part of me that's so worried that I'll upset my family. Um, There's this part of me that's so worried that it's going to affect my dad who's been sober for many years now. Um, And that could change. So yeah, I'm going to spend some time just reflecting. Um, But my story deserves to be shared um, as vulnerably as I can because I know that it will help many people listening to it. Every time I share something vulnerably about being an adult child, you know, someone will DM me saying, thank you so much for sharing that. And I definitely felt that with the people that I admire. Um, So yeah, it's an absolute relief to almost say it out loud. Um, I'm putting a hand on my heart as I say all of this. Um, To anyone listening to this that has had to take on a caretaking role in childhood that has ended up looking after people for the majority of their life, that has maybe developed codependency, maybe you've been an adult child of an alcoholic, maybe an adult child of a parent with mental and emotional ill health or adult child of a dysfunctional, toxic, narcissistic parent. Um, You know, we we talk about healing so much and we hear so much stuff. There's so much noise online about how to heal, but it's so fucking complex. 
and it hits you in waves. And you know what, actually, as I said that, I just had this like really beautiful, intuitive nudge that this is the time. The reason it's come up for me now is that I've got the space and the resilience to hold it. One of the things I've talked about in therapy is is the fear of unlocking grief. Um, Because it's like, what the fuck? Like, if I open those floodgates, I'm going to drown. Like, that is how I felt. Um, But then there's this deeper self voice that's saying, this is the time. Like you, you, you can do this now. Um, so yeah, just wanted to say that <laughs> in the moment. Um, cause it feels that way that like my healings come at different stages because that's what I've been able to deal with. That's what I've been able to face. And those things that I haven't been able to, then my protector parts have been fucking amazing. And that's one of the beautiful things that I love about IFS is that none of our parts we can't, but we can't like, um, hide them or shame them or, or get rid of them. That's not the point. The point is to see and hear and love them and thank them for everything they've done. Like when I think about all of my protector parts, whether that is the people pleaser, the codependent, um, the good girl, the high achiever, um, you name it, like they've all played a part. And I've talked about this before about the part that, you know, when overwhelmed with emotion because I didn't dare express it, you know, I'm numb out, whether that's with wine or scrolling or um, TV binging or food binging. Like, yeah, I now understand what they were doing because they were doing it for the right reason to protect me. And there's something beautiful in that. So I don't know. I don't know what my future with vulnerability will hold. Um, yeah. And I know that, yeah, some people might listen to this and be like, well, you are being vulnerable. You've been vulnerable already, but only we know, don't we? Only we know the reality. Um, only we have the ability to unlock areas that we're still keeping locked away from the world. So, um, yeah, there's definitely some power in that. So, God knows what the future will hold, but I do know that there will be my story coming your way in two parts. Um, And the reason I'm sharing it is because of my mission. It's because of my why. It's because there's power in our stories when we can own them. Um, So, yeah. Thank you for listening to this. Um, if this resonates, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. Like I've mentioned this to a few people in my, in my spaces recently. I'm, I'm involved in some incredible spaces that I've invested in to be able to show up as authentically as I can, knowing that I have masks that tend to be there. (laughs) Um, you know, spaces that I can slowly start peeling away these masks and showing up authentically and vulnerably. Um, and I've talked to a couple of people about the whole vulnerability thing and they're like, oh my God, that is me. Like, I thought I was really good. I thought I was really good at sharing. I thought I was really good at getting support, but actually there's a part of me that is so desperate to not. So let me know if this resonates. And yeah, if you would like to inquire, um, about 
the coaching that I'm doing at the moment. Um, I've got a couple of spaces for my um, my six month Reclaim Yourself program. Um, that is a real deep dive into your transformation. It's brilliant for breaking free from things like burnout, uh, perfectionism. If you resonate to being a codependent and you want to not attach your self-worth to caretaking for other people, if you want to essentially come back to yourself, I've got a couple of spaces on that long-term coaching program, as well as lots of little ad hoc um, one-to-one sessions, whether that's you want to work on your confidence, you want to work on your self-worth, whether you want to understand your values. Um, yeah, you name it. Um, I can tailor some stuff to suit as well. So head to the link in the show notes, um, drop me a line and we'll arrange a free of charge discovery chat. But thank you again as always, I feel like this is just a really cathartic spoken journal. And the fact that you're listening is a fucking bonus. So thank you. And yeah, I'll see you soon then. Take care and protect your energy.